Okay. So, coming back at you this week, FWB Podcast. You know by the fact that there's no intro music, no uh, no weird radio phone call, no... Uh, How long's your dick? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's this guy again. I told <laughs> you to screen is. these calls. There it is. <laughs> now it just feels like my normal opening. Um, <laughs> and during the few moments we have left. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Friends with Benefits, it's me, also Chris. You guys should know by now, if I'm doing a show without Chris, we got our official third leg of the show, Justin3000, back at it, coming live. Hello. And uh, we got some special beverages. We do. You bought some Fancy Dan, because like, I love I love the, the garage beer, mm-hmm. um, and because uh, I, I, I'm a big fan of just lowercase b beer. Yeah, like I just like beer, and now they went all hoity-toity and made some garage lime. They went summer for us. You they ready? Did. Yeah, tall boys. All right, you ready? Yep. Yeah. All right. First, first drink together. Cheers, Cheers. baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These will get you in trouble. They're four percent. No, they won't. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Cool. Cool. Oh, that's good though. <laughs> that is very tasty. That's oh man, this is like. This is like standing around a grill yeah. beer. This is absolutely grilling beer. That's cookout beer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm a huge fan, and uh, our our other dear friend John Elsinore, mm-hmm. uh, huge fan of the Bud Light Lime when he was when he when he would partake. Mm-hmm. I think this is better. I kind of do. I, I agree. Uh, it's the lime is not huge yeah. like it is it's not a hint of it is a it is a very very hint of lime i thought it was going to be more limey than it than it is limier more lime limey i don't limier? know limier it yeah. might i thought it would be more limier <laughs> limest i don't like that i don't like that at all i don't like limest um <laughs> but yeah uh chris had a special assignment that he was going to do this week, so he's off doing that. I actually believe this is the week, uh, the, the, the past two weeks have just been the weeks of concerts. Uh, he covered last week, so I did go see Head PE, and this week he's going to see Blues Traveler, and hopefully they play Run Around twice. <laughs> they have to. Uh, they absolutely have to play Run Around twice. They have to open and close with it. I'm trying to remember, someone saw, I can't remember who they said they saw in concert. And they played the same song three times. They like opened with it, mm-hmm. then played like an acoustic version in the middle of the show, and then they played like the like remixed version at the end. Oh, I saw I saw Blues Traveler in 1996 in Nashville. Oh, wow! With they they were opening up for James Taylor. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> right, uh, right. Um, so guys, like, uh, my email is, is, uh, you can find it on my website, justin3000.com. If you want to know what it's like to be at a James Taylor concert while you're on Robitussin, <laughs> I can tell you. <laughs> uh, so I hope Blues Traveler is good for Chris. Yeah, I hope it is too. I hope it is too. Head PE was... Unsurprisingly awesome for what I, for what I was calling uh, what I was calling my golf course concert. Sure, number eighteen. Sure, um, you were real close too against the stage. And when the guitar player was tuning his guitar, they came and taped down the set list. And he looked up. He gave me the head nod. He said, "Hey, how are you?" I said, "Hey, I'm good. I'm good, man." I, and then I would like pointed the set list. I go, "My birthday's tomorrow, so that comes home with me." And he goes, "I got you." So, Hell yeah. Show ends, uh, he was playing guitar more towards thinner sta- center stage, blah, blah, blah. and he walks back over, and there's this woman trying to reach over and grab the set list, and he just kind of like does this, like puts his hands up towards her, peels it up, folds it over, and then just hands it to me, <laughs> and he says, happy birthday, brother, and I go, dude, thank you so much, man. That rules. And, so yeah, it was a ton of fun, uh... All, always, always great to see them. And, you know, the past couple times I've seen them, the crowd had been what you would call small. Mm-hmm. So seeing them with somewhere in the 200 to 250 people vicinity. Okay. You know, small venue. So that's it was sure. a great turnout for them. Uh, birthday was good. You know, you know that. Mm-hmm. We, we hung out. And mm-hmm. now we have other stuff. And I want a birthday gift from you. Okay. 
So you, I, I showed it to you. I ordered it for you. But oh, yeah. the lady has to make it. So. That's true. Well, I want something else. Okay. What do you um, want? So you missed, uh, understandably, you mm. had things come up in February. You couldn't mm. be a part of our uh, February sex story. Oh, yeah. Thing. But I know this story, and I really, really want you to tell it on air. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. <clears throat> well, yeah, originally you had reached out uh, to ask if, if I could submit the story. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, well, I should just, I'll record it and send it to you. And that never happened, so got busy. Understandable. Understandable. Um, so yeah, right now, uh, I will regale you with the one, the one wild, uh, I guess it's a sex adjacent story because it doesn't really involve me. You know, you're a non-active participant. I'm a non-active participant. Correct. Um, but it's still just so good. Okay. So I'll set the scene for you. Um, I had, this was the summer, uh, after I had graduated community college, so I was ready to move out and uh, and and move into a into a, a house with some homies. Uh, we were going to rent a spot uh, that was uh, closer to the the university where we were all going to be going to school, uh, attending attending college. So we get this uh, we get this house, um, renting it out. Uh, we move in a couple weeks before the semester starts. So this is July. This is like mid after Fourth of July. So so middle of July. Uh, we had we had moved in, and we're, uh, we're hanging out, having a party, and uh, the house was two bedrooms, three bedrooms. Sorry, okay. it was three bedrooms, uh, but there were four dudes that were splitting it. So things happened in the way they happened. I had to end up splitting a room. I always ask this. For like multiple houses, multiple things like this, how many bathrooms? There were two. Okay, there were two. Okay. So this house, it was it was three bedroom, two bath. It had a garage, um, had a little yard. It was fenced in uh, with with you know chicken wire fencing. So it wasn't <laughs> you know it was it was all right. Uh, it was on sort of the on the outskirts of town, um, and it was cheap. So that's that's why we got it. But anyway, I had to end up uh, rooming uh, with Will. We'll call him Brad. Brad. We'll call him Brad uh, to, to keep people protected. Um, so we, Brad and I, get the master bedroom because we have to fit two, yeah. essentially two twins in there, two twin beds in there. Um, so middle of July, we don't really have a super good functioning air conditioner. Uh, we have this two. This is Nashville. This is Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Okay. Yeah. So this is halfway in between Manchester, where Bonnaroo is, and Nashville. Um, so nowheresville. So yeah. So right in the middle, and so it was pretty hot, and everyone had fans in their rooms, and we also had fans in the living room, wherever. Um, so I had a standing oscillating fan that was pointed uh, at my bed. And then Brad had his fan at the foot of his bed, and it was a box fan. So keep that in mind. <laughs> Party is going on. Uh, everybody's having a fun time. We're hanging out, kicking it. Uh, I notice, you know, Brad is, is with a lady. Uh, and I, at this point, was incredibly chemically altered. Uh, so I'm like, I'm going to go to bed. Uh, I didn't. I didn't have anything popping off. I was, <laughs> I was, uh, I was somewhere else. So I wanted to go and just chill. So I go to bed, hang out for a little bit. You know, I'm kind of tossing and turning. You can't really get to sleep. So I just kind of roll over. And the way the room is set up is you go through the door, and Brad's bed would be straight ahead of you, up against the wall. My bed would be to the immediate left, up against the wall. So, we made the L, basically. And then in between was our dressers and then where our fans were. Uh, So, I lay there. I don't really know how long. Um, And then I hear Brad and his friend, his lady friend, uh, just come through the door. And they just come on in. 
and they were they were had already begun the ritual. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. <clears throat> so I'm like, oh shit. I'm not asleep. <laughs> so I'm like, do I just get up and leave or not? And I chose the latter. I'm like, hey, I want to see where this goes. <laughs> you know, I, I wasn't going to do anything weird. I was human curiosity, yeah. right? Human curiosity. Uh, my friend Brad was uh, not as, as uh, <laughs> he was very open with his activities, right? Yeah. So uh, he proceeded, uh, and his lady uh, proceeded to, to get onto his bed and uh, uh, start fooling around. And I heard her say, is he asleep? And Brad said, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's a fucking rock. <laughs> when he's out, he's out. <laughs> All right. I was not out, right? Uh, so I kind of I kind of chuckled to myself. Uh, but anyway, they continued and uh, they yeah, they were they were going at it, man. They were they were they were hot and heavy. And then uh, hold on. Yeah. Is there information you need to say about Brad's box fan? We'll get to that. Okay. Apologies. We'll Apologies. Yeah, no, no, Apologies. no, no, no. And and again, this was, you know, all the fans were on, so it created this sort of white noise yeah. right that that and you know he he i'm sure he told her hey it's okay he's not gonna hear anything either dude's out he's a fucking rock right so i hear uh bodily shuffling in the bed right that's not rhythmic and i'm like <laughs> okay something's happening so i take that opportunity to just kind of roll over real quick because i want to see again human curiosity i want to see what's going on yeah, 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 i want to yeah, see yeah. what's going on um well, they had switched to the position uh, where <laughs> she was on all fours and he was on his knees, right? Mm-hmm. And she was pointed to the end of the bed. And uh, they started doing their thing. And I kind of shift a little bit. And Brad notices... That I'm up, that I'm like awake, right? <laughs> that I, that I, uh, uh, she did not see me because her her head was down for most of the this, <laughs> and she had long hair, so uh, uh, she probably would not have seen me anyway. But Brad noticed that I was awake because I had rolled over onto the other side, and so again, Brad, being uh, as as adventurous as he is, took this opportunity to. Uh, make sure I was looking, and then he threw up the devil horns <laughs> in like a YMCA kind of pose, yeah. right? So the listeners at home, he's in like a YMCA pose, throwing up the devil horns, looking at me, and he just starts <laughs> putting in some extra effort, as they say, right? Um, shifts into fifth gear. Shifts into fifth gear, just, you know, lays it in. And what that did was it pushed his lady friend very forward into the bed. And I'll mention to you right now that the box fan at the end of Brad's bed did not... Well, I won't say it was totally missing. Uh, it had its teeth busted out. I <laughs> the, uh, the front grate of, of Brad's box fan had its, had, its had some chiclets missing, right? Mm-hmm. So... Uh, with this nice young lady being propelled forward, <laughs> she went right into Brad's box fan. Uh, and I also mentioned she had long hair. Uh-huh. Uh, so she goes thrusting into Brad's box fan at the end of the bed and immediately begins screaming. Uh, just, I, I don't know, Chris, it, this, it was a very <laughs> surreal... Again, there were a lot of chemicals flowing through me uh, and... and, and, and Boy, I'd never, I'd never heard something like that before. Uh, so, all sexiness immediately stops. <laughs> and I don't know if this is good or not, but that happens. I spring right the fuck up. 
So, again, if she put two and two together, I was awake the entire time. Yeah. Um, but the 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 good part of the story is everything worked out okay. Um, every, you know, she did require a haircut. Yeah. To an extent, um, but we were able to because there were not a lot of. Uh, you know, chicklets on the fan, so to speak. We could kind of go in reverse, uh, but it did take some time. So she was wrapped up in his blanket uh, the entire time that we essentially untangled and removed her hair from the box fan. Brad initially did not want to put on any clothes when he <laughs> when we were going to do this and help. Um, but yeah, so that's. I'm uh, assuming that was requested by you. <laughs> I was like, hey man, I've seen enough. <laughs> we we have something else to deal with here yeah. now. Um, so yeah, so that is my my sex adjacent story. That's uh, so good though. It's so good. It's just so good. I've heard this story like four times, and every time it still gets me. It's just yeah. It's uh yeah and and I don't know man it's uh it's I've I've never seen the like since. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really glad you got to share that one with us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so happy Valentine's Day, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I oh and also uh, I I don't think I ever saw that young lady ever again. Yeah. Um. So. She was she was okay, so but she she never returned. Probably a little miffed, probably a little embarrassed. Sure, sure. But these things happen. They do. Uh, they do. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> so now I'll I'll wait for the internet to turn that into a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, God, I have the worst. Do you want to hear my, my bad segue line? Go. So they didn't get to finish. So let's talk about things we haven't either. Uh, uh, so recently you and I tried, and I put an emphasis on the word tried, to watch a movie on Shudder that had quite a bit of buzz. Um, and honestly, one of the creepiest trailers I can remember in recent memory. We sat down and we were going to watch Skinnamarink. And dear listener, if you haven't watched or heard of this movie, the movie is, um, I don't even think I'd call it found footage because I don't think it is. It's not. Um, and I don't know, like I've, I've wanted to explore more about it, um, before I start reading about it. Like I, I, Long story short, y'all, we didn't finish that movie. No. Um, but it's not out of, like, this fucking sucks. It's out of... <laughs> well, I mean, I put it this way. It was out of, like, it wasn't giving us yeah. anything. It to, wasn't. It also wasn't fitting the vibe of, like, a homie hang. That's true. Um, that's true. I, I, I think it's probably best viewed alone. Oh, yeah. Um, but, like... I've heard the movie described as an art installation and more of like, I've heard it described as not a movie, which don't get me wrong, doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. Cause I, I mean, I, like if I think about like an art installation for a movie and something that I have a hard time describing as film, like Midsummer is the first thing that comes to mind for me. Yeah. And I, you know, again, I don't want to hate on it. So, and being an artist I understand that, you know, artists have things to say. They have shit they want to try. They have weird things they want to do. They want to they want to get people aware of what what they make. Yeah. Right. So so why not do it in a weird way? Why not do it in a in a fucked up way that's going to get people talking? But sometimes it can go a bit too far. Yeah. Um, and then and then as I say, the Ouroboros of a snake eating its own tail. Then it's just sort of you're just being weird for weird sake. Yeah. Without really doing anything. You know, at some point you're not making a movie to be entertaining. You're making a movie to smell your own farts. Correct. Um, but, so, you know, we, we, we couldn't finish it. And, it, you know, I, 
I'll say it. And yeah, it wasn't it wasn't good to be watched in a group, but also like that doesn't change the fact that it was still just dreadfully boring. It was, yeah, it was. Um, I've, you know, people have said to me either you either you you love it or you hate it. Um, I don't know if I'd go that far. I think, I think I, it's just not for me right now. Yeah, <laughs> if that makes uh. sense. Um, it's not something that I'm that I'm wanting to give my time to right now, and that's not to again, it's not to shit on it. It's just not for me. Yeah, it's you know I feel like I'm Peter Griffin in the panic room that's flooding, and he was like, I didn't enjoy The Godfather. I enjoyed The Money Pit. Yeah, uh, like sure, like you know, sure. I I feel like at any point in the thirty minutes we were watching that, if I turned to you and be like, and just going Jason X, you would have been like, yeah, Jason X. Um, yeah. Cause I would have been like, why didn't the fuck you leave with that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. keep talking. Okay. But yeah, I think, um, you know, art for art's sake is, is good. Uh, you should make shit because you want to make shit. Um, and I think the, the, the big thing with art and creativity is, uh, is it's supposed to be, you're not supposed to tell people what to think or feel about your shit. You're supposed to just show it, let them look at it, whatever, and then they get to fill out the rest. Like, that's part of it. Yeah. Um, if you have to then tell them why it's good or, or what, you know, like, what the intentions are for them to get it, then yeah. I think you've kind of missed. Uh, in, in that same vein, you know, I speak through stories a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Tenet. Sure. By Nolan. I fucking hate it. Yeah. Uh, no one can do an opening scene like Christopher Nolan, mm-hmm. but I thought the rest of the two hours and twenty minutes that followed that opening scene were not good. And yeah, uh, Sean, who was here and who had already seen Skin and Marine when we tried to watch it, was talking to me about Tenet, and he was like, "Well, you just need to rewatch it, but you need to watch it how I did." He watched it at home. It, I saw it at the Kentucky. Okay. He watched it at home. With subtitles on, mm. with the synopsis up while he was watching and reading along with the movie. That doesn't sound enjoyable to me. That's homework, bro. Yeah. I'm not doing homework yeah, while I'm school. trying to watch something. I ain't in school. Right? I'm watching something to watch something. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm watching something to like. I don't want to have to have Beautiful Mind fucking-esque <laughs> charts up as you, I'm watching something. You ever heard my Beautiful Mind story? No. My Beautiful Mind story. So... I had a friend's place in, I think this was either like late high school, early college. It may have been the summer between high school and college. So I think it's either like summer. No, yeah, because this was the same night. Like when I initially saw, I hadn't really gotten back into horror. Or I hadn't really gotten into horror. So when I initially saw House of a Thousand Corpses, I was like, I'm never watching that again. Mm-hmm. So one of my homies buys it a bunch of guys are gonna watch it and you've met my buddy Zach Mm -hmm. buff dude yeah so they're all watching it and I stand up and I just start walking for the door and Zach like kind of like you know playfully grabs my leg he's like where are you going I go I said I wasn't watching this shit again I'm not watching this shit again so I call one of my friends and see what they're up to and end up going over to her place with uh, a bunch of people there and they're just starting a beautiful mind. I've never mm. seen it. Cool, mm-hmm. whatever. I haven't seen this. Can't be worse than House House of a Thousand Corpses. Sure. First time is it Paul Bettany? Mm-hmm. First time. Have you seen the movie? Oh yeah. First time Paul Bettany shows up. It's spoiler for a movie that's like twenty three years old. <laughs> yeah. First time he shows up on screen, she just goes, "He's not real." I stop. Oh. Uh... And I go, "What?" She goes, "Yeah, he doesn't exist." I go. I haven't fucking seen this. And like two other people are like, yeah, neither have we. Oh. And she's like, and again, has it not caught on that anyone's angry? She goes, yeah, he's a figment of his imagination. I stand up and I start walking for the door. And she's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm fucking leaving. I'm not going to waste two hours for the, like. (laughs) I'm going to go watch Captain Spaulding do some dumb shit. No, I, I. You want to know what I did? What did you do? I went and smoked weed at Chillato Park by myself. Okay, that's you. You yeah, you got the win on that yeah. one then. 
Yeah. I went and smoked weed in Shiloto Park <laughs> with, I believe, and this is not sarcasm, a bag of tropical Skittles and a one liter of root beer Fago. Hell yeah. Living that life. Yeah. All right. <laughs> if that's not 18-year-old Chris, I don't know what is. Um, so. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I had, yeah, but so my house, yeah, my beautiful mind story was, uh, so my buddies called after House of Thousand Corpses and then they were like, hey, Sean's staying home. What are you doing? I go, oh, I'm just sitting over at Chilto. They're like, by yourself? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> So they came at me and we hung out for a bit and they were like, what'd you do? And I told them the story yeah. and asked, obviously, do you care if I tell you all the twists? And they're like, yeah. no. And I tell them. And Zach had strong opinions about uh, the girl who had ruined the movie. And he goes, told you she was a bitch. <laughs> wow. So rewinding to Skin of a Rink, uh, that, that kind of led me into a thought and also a, a YouTube video I watched it. Like, what's some shit you've just quit on? Like, halfway through a movie, halfway through a show. Um, and the the thing that kind of, like, brought brought this up to me was... Do you remember that Fables TV show they did? Oh, yeah. No, you don't, because they never, never did a Fables TV <laughs> series, because that would be good. They did Once Upon a Time, starring uh, the doctor from House. I can't remember the actress's name. Oh, yeah, Hugh Laurie. No, 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 the actress. Not oh, the actress. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the, the, the girl doctor. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, Dr. Cameron. And a bunch of these fairy tale creatures. And I was hyped for it. I was, I was such a big fan of fables. I really wanted to give this a shot. I thought it could be fun. I thought it could be cool. And I watched all of season one. I get to the, like, final episode. And I'm like, hey, I probably won't watch season two. So season two comes out, and I kind of like trudge through it because it's not very good. Season one was like decent. There was, uh, you know, when you have that many characters to introduce in season one, there's a lot going on. Sure, yeah. It was cool at that point to see like the fairy tale world and going like back and forth. And, you know, there were a lot of like parallels to the Fables comic. Yeah. Um, so then season two comes out, and I just hated it. And I just remember like I was still watching it, still watching it. And, like, the episode before the season two finale pops up. And I finish it. And it's, like, 8 o'clock. And um, one of my buddies calls. And he was like, hey, I think we're going to go see this movie that I can't remember what it was. But I wasn't interested in seeing it. But he was like, I think we're going to go see it at 9.15. And I was like, well, I'm kind of... Yeah, Okay. I bailed on Once Upon a Time before the season two finale, and I've just never gone back. <laughs> like, and I know at one point it really, like, it jumps the shark super quick because, you know, they were doing, like, classic fairy tales and that kind of stuff. And then mm -hmm. they were like, Anna and Elsa in season three. And yeah. then they brought in Merida, Merida from Brave. Oh, yeah, Merida. Yeah, yeah. they brought her in, like, at some point it was just like, cool, so just whatever is popular with Disney right now is on the show. Yeah, because it was an ABC show. Yeah. So. So, but I, I just, like, I dipped and just never went back. Yeah. The fastest thing I ever dipped out of was Vice Principals on HBO. Okay. I, I stopped watching with, uh, like, there was, like, 20 minutes left in the first episode. Ooh. And I stopped, and I was like, I've seen this Danny McBride before. Yeah. I don't... I don't need a whole other show about this Danny McBride. Yeah. And I'm sure, like, people are, I'm sure people will tell me, hey, it gets better, or it changes, whatever. I don't fucking care. I don't care. <laughs> I've seen that Danny McBride, and I've seen him do it better than what he was doing in Vice Principals. No shade to you, Danny McBride, but yeah, that's the truth. Um, so, yeah, that was, the, that was the, the quickest thing I bailed on. The other stuff I've bailed on, um, well, I, I bailed on that Jedi Survivor game when I had to fight, uh, it was like, th I, I had like four hours in the game, and I had to end up fighting one of the um, Sith uh, women, the, the uh, I, I want to say 
the fourth sister or third sister, yeah. whatever. And she just wrecked me every single time. And I was like, I don't, I'm not having fun. Yeah, I, I've never <laughs> understood like the idea of like the Soulsborne style of game. And then, you know, everyone was, was it Fallen Order? Was that the name of it? The first one? I think the new one's Jedi Survivor? Yeah, yeah, fall, yeah Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, um, that one, yeah. <clears throat> the first Cal Kestis game, whatever you want to call it. And I just like, you know, I, I play video games to unwind and relax. And I say that as someone who plays a shit ton of Mario Maker, so uh, I'm automatically <laughs> contradicting myself. But like... I also quit on Tekken 7 when I couldn't fucking beat Akuma. Fuck Akuma in and Tekken 7. And I was like, 7. fuck this game. Fuck Akuma in Tekken 7. <laughs> um, but Bullet Club, baby. Bullet mm-hmm. Club, too sweet me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like... I've never understood the idea of the Soulsborne stuff, but in the in the realm of video games, do you want to hear about how I cost myself like fifteen hundred dollars? Oh, yeah, to tell. So, uh, working at the chicken place that was closed on Sundays, I get off one day, having a bad day, like just wanted to stop and like picked up a couple games. Like my cousin had been talking up Def Jam Fight for New York, mm. so snagged that on Xbox and. Uh, Picked up a copy of Silent Hill 3 on PS2. And then this dude's like, hey, if you like horror games, this just came out. 40 bucks for a brand new PS2 game. I was like, okay. Snagged a little game called Rule of Rose. I don't know if you've ever heard of it or played it. Nope. It was a very famous, like, teen-rated PS2 horror game. And the thing is, it was also, unbeknownst to me at the time, incredibly rare. Oh. Incredibly rare. Okay. So I'm sure, you know, paying off my Wii, like, the next year, like, wanting to trade in stuff when GameStop was doing those, the more you trade, the more mm-hmm. credit you get. It was just something I threw in the stack. Yeah. I I, th- I think I paid, you know, I, I paid 40 and I'm pretty sure I got close to, like, 38 in trade. So, you know, two bucks to play this game that I thought was very mediocre, whatever. Yeah, because they sold it for three hundred at that time. At that time, yeah. At that time. at that time, because you're talking about we. <laughs> so uh, if you go into a video game store now and you see a copy of Rule of Rose in bad condition, it's an eight hundred dollar game. Jesus. In good condition, it's a twelve hundred dollar game. Yeah. Because you keep all your shit. You keep your shit in... in... I keep my shit legit. Yeah. Um, I keep my shit clean. Like, you know. Uh, so you, you would have gotten at least a G. I could have gotten a grant if I'd held yeah. on to it. Yeah. And uh, to also follow that story up, there's this weird-ass GameCube game that you may have heard of because you're into weird shit. Mm. Chibi-Robo? Oh, yeah. 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 Bought that out of a $10 bin at uh, Toys R Us in a clearance bin. Damn. Sold it, again, probably the same time when I was mm-hmm. like paying off Wii shit. Loved Chibi Robo. It's mm-hmm. an all-time platformer. Yeah. Um, that's about a $450, $500 game now. Fuck. Yeah. I never had it. I played it, but I never I never owned it. I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> it's, it's, it's on the hacked Wii right mm-hmm. over there. Sure. But like, it's one of those things where it's like, man, it's cool to be able to play it again. 500 bucks would have been cool, too. Correct. Correct. Like, video games are fun, but you need rent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and all the other shit that I've bailed on is um, is the, is the shit like Smallville, Gotham. Like, all the superhero TV shows I, I, I started and I bailed on because as a, as a old school comic book head, like, I was super excited, you know, when, when the live action shit really took off. And the the shows were a byproduct of this. So I thought, like, all right, I should watch the shows because I'm a fan. Um, But then it got, yeah, then it got real apparent real quick that it's just just formula. It's just super formulaic. um, Nothing, nothing super crazy and nothing that I thought that I, like, needed to needed to imbibe right like I, it got to a point where all the shit was the same it was homogenous 
All the storytelling was homogenous, and it didn't give me anything when I watched it. Yeah, uh, God bless my mother. Like she got me the first two or three seasons of Smallville mm-hmm. for Christmas one year when I was like really into comics, and I, I lasted with Smallville the longest because it was the first one. Yeah, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dedicate myself to this. And okay, so I, was, I got it. Like she bought me up to like season seven on DVD. I never watched past season two. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But, you know, like, I held on to them until I ended up selling them all to Peacock, so... (laughs) (laughs) They went to a good home. Uh, Yeah, gave gave it to a home where it's going to be appreciated. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, you know, most of the other stuff, uh, I've quit on... um, I've quit... Well, I'll I'll say this. I am a... I'm a fan of documentaries. Oh. I really, really enjoy documentaries. So there have been... Thousands of documentaries that I have quit ten minutes in because I know like this is bullshit or like this was filmed with someone's handy cam or some shit right like documentaries are like you can make a documentary before you can make a, a low budget horror movie yeah <laughs> so there's a ton there's a ton of, of those that I'm like oh nope not this one numerous books yeah yeah numerous books and audio books especially like oh yeah. I really uh, the cabin at the end of the world that just okay. that knock at the yeah. cabin that was ba- that was based off of. Um, I tried like because it was one of the free books from the Lexington Public Library. It was like a free audio book you could mm-hmm. get. I fucking couldn't do it. Yeah, the narrator sounded robotic. Okay, and I just like. Mm-mm. There are books I wish I'd quit on. I, I listened to all 28 hours of The Fireman by Joe Hill. Yeah. So what? What about? What about that kept you going versus you being like, nope, on the other one? The voice of the narrator. <laughs> okay. The uh, the the woman who read um, the Fireman was the most intriguing part about it in a very dry, very boring story mm-hmm. where for chapters on chapters, nothing fucking happens. Okay. Um, and then, uh, but like, I I got maybe a chapter in on The Cabin at the End of the World before I was like, nope, can't do it. Okay. Now, I I do have a thing that... You and I started that we bailed on that hmm. later I went back and watched. And yeah, we'll touch on that too because I've okay. got a few of those as well. Go ahead. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Scare package. Yep. On Shutter. Uh, we started that, and again, I think it was a thing where we, we were just wanting to hang out. Yeah. And we were, most of the time, it's something that, like, we should just put something on we've seen before. But this had some buzz, and we're like, we should check it out because uh, our, our sensibilities are, are very close. And uh, we put it on, and we just couldn't, like, collectively, because it was me, you, and Will. Will, yeah. Yeah. And, like, collectively, we just couldn't figure out what what was supposed to be good about this, right? Yeah. Like, we were we were like, why is this being talked yeah, why about? Is, so, yeah. Why is this getting um, some buzz? Right. And I think that it was just a situation where we should have just put something on we'd all seen before. Um, but then, later, I went back and watched... Scare Package alone. I watched it just chilling in the studio and I got it. Like yeah. I got what they were doing. And then once that clicked, then it made a whole lot more sense and and I was able to go on the ride. Um it's that movie it's not very clear what it's doing at the beginning. Like you got to give it like you got to let that whole first segment play out. And then it like actually gets into the what the movie is. Okay. So I think that was just a situation where we were like, I don't know what's happening. Do you know what's happening? I don't know what's happening. Who's that guy? I don't know. Did it did it really just start right here? Where is this? You know. Yeah. And uh, because when it when I started it again at home, I was like, all right, I remember this. Yep. Yep. This guy's doing this thing. She's there. Okay. And then I just let it go, and it eventually wraps around. 
the beginning will wrap around at the end. And I'm like, oh, okay, that was kind of clever. So I did, I, apologies to <laughs> Scare Package uh, filmmakers initially. It was, it was not my jam. And then I gave it another shot and I, I got, I got what you were doing. I was like, all right, cool. You, you ready for something in real time? Yeah. I've never finished Mandy. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I didn't get it at first. Mm-hmm. I, it is n- it, it is up there with Inglorious as ba- Inglorious Bastards is one of the most deceiving trailers. Yep. Um, and it was just not what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. And like I wasn't in the mood for it. And like, <clears throat> and just one of those things that I was like, actually kind of like angry about. And I was just like, I don't fucking care what happens at this point. And I dipped with like forty minutes left. Yeah. And I know I dipped before all the weird action kicks yep. in. Yep. But at that point, I was just so unbelievable. I it was like it could have been Jason X for the last forty minutes of it, and I still wouldn't have liked it at that point. Yeah. Uh, I think Mandy is something that is uh, again that that Pano, uh, Panos Cosmatos guy making art for art's sake. Uh, going back to that, like he makes movies, he makes very weird, yeah. eth- ethereal movies. If you've seen the Beyond the Black Rainbow, and then um, he did a he did one of the stories in the Del Toro Cabinet of Curiosities. It's on Netflix, really? yeah, and it's my favorite of all of them. Um, but shocker, I know, I know. But he makes very artsy, weird movies that are. <clears throat> That are uh, challenging, right? Like, it's, uh, you, you do have to know what you're getting into when you go into to his stuff. And I think had you seen Beyond the Black Rainbow first. Which I've gone and, back and watched now. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and I, I, think, I think that movie suffered from people not knowing what he makes. Yeah. Right? Um, because it had Nicolas Cage in it, yeah. you know, people it was were like, the "Oh Nick shit!" Cage effect yeah, of it all. the Nick Cage effect of it all um, is that because the first half of Mandy is a completely other different movie than the second half of Mandy. <laughs> yeah, but you know, and I, we've talked about this before. Like, you know, a two-minute scene of a drugged-out girl laughing at a dude's dick is there's no there's nothing in the trailer makes you think the first half of the movie is what it's going to be. Right. Um, so I, you know, I've talked about this before. We need to pick a night and just, we're doing Mandy. Right. Uh, that being said, I, I think one of the last times Mandy was in consideration, we did make the better call when we watched Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Correct. Uh, that is, I think, yeah, I think Mandy is a movie that you should you should watch um, altered in some way. Um, it's it's better experienced. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to dark side of the moon it, but he does make very trippy weird movies. And if oh, you God, were, yes. if you were in a, an altered state of mind, I don't know it might you might be more open. Um, but again, if you put those two movies in front of me, I'm. I'm picking Ghost the skull Rider. every time. Yeah, Ghost Rider. <laughs> I'm man. picking the flaming skull every time, and I know the you know cinephiles will hate me for that, but uh, no, you can fuck off because yeah, Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance is incredible. Yeah, <laughs> it, does Ghost Rider is a Spirit of Vengeance make your top ten of all time? It does. Good. It does, and I rank my top ten of all time by shit that I just like. I have fun watching. Yeah. Like it makes me feel good. I don't. I don't want to watch things that make me feel bad a lot. I'll do it. I'll do it on occasion, and I'll do it like there is a catharsis with watching shit that's depressing and awful and terrible. But if yeah, if hereditary it's, has its place. <laughs> it has its place. It has its place. But when you're talking top ten, I'm talking shit that I can throw on whenever. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I mean, did, like I've got my top ten favorite movies, and then there are my top ten what I think are probably the greatest movies mm-hmm. ever made. Yeah, and. One of them crosses over. Yeah. And that's, well, two. Because I think The Thing and Spirited Away both belong on mm. the top ten of greatest movies ever made. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, 
But, yeah, I just... And, like, I... I know people that are just absolute completionists. If they start something, they they will not turn it off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even when they are actively disliking it, yeah. right? Like, that's that's the shit that, that gets me, is that you have fans, again, that that watch this shit actively hating it, and then they watch it just so they can bitch about it and hit the internet and tell everybody about how much they hated it. And yeah, like, there sure like, were a lot of people who watched She-Hulk just to be misogynistic online. Right. Like, like, how ridiculous of a term is hate watch? Yeah. How ridiculous is that? You're wasting your fucking time if you hate something. Yeah, once the ride's over, you don't get to get back on. So, like, why are you yeah. wasting time? Right. And and the, the concept of that is just, it's both baffling and depressing. Um... That that you would that you would you would actively participate in something that you do not like, like what the fuck, man? Yeah, <laughs> that's why there is all of this shit. Is there because it's there's something for everyone? Yeah, I've got a job. I'm not gonna do more work after. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like I got I got a job. Right. Right. And um and 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 uh you know it, I know we'll, we'll we it dips into that whole fan entitlement bullshit, right? Um. You know, gatekeeping and all that nonsense. So, it's just people who can't fucking get over themselves. <laughs> uh, that think that they... they It's the completionist, like you mentioned, right? Like, there are... I've met tons of people in comics who continue to buy comics that they actively hate because they collect them. It's like, well, I've been buying Spider-Man for 30 years, so I'm going to keep buying Spider-Man even though I don't like it. That's what the fuck is wrong with you? That's a waste of money. <laughs> yeah. Especially when a comic book is fucking $6 now. Yeah. Put your money towards something you, you enjoy. Right. I got I mean, a finite amount of spare money. I got a finite amount of spare right, money. Right. And in this day and age, I also have a very, very finite amount of uh, good mental health space. Yeah. <laughs> so if I'm going to be consuming something, if I'm going to be imbibing something, I want it to be something that... That is gonna is gonna resonate with me, or, or um, that's gonna be worth my time. Even if it's something that I don't like, if I can be like, okay, I don't like that, and I never need to watch it again, and I know why I don't like it, and I'm cool if people want to shit on me for it. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, th- there's there's stuff you're gonna get hyped about that you're not always gonna enjoy, um, but like. I just uh, the the new season of slasher. Mm. I'm I'm you know it's set in the 1700s. I, I sure did make it through two episodes. Yep. They're going to be six. Will I go back and finish it at some point? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and it's back to the whole thing of there's being there's so much out there now. Yeah. Right. We have we we it's an embarrassment of riches of all the shit that's available because I know. We are the same. Uh, we are yin and yang, so we both collect physical media. So not only do we both have shit tons of physical media, we both subscribe to shit tons of streaming services, you know, and, and the TV's on all the time, whether it's a video game or a movie or a show or whatever. There's noise on most of the time. Yeah. So uh, so it's like, yeah, I want to be... I, wa- I want shit around me that's that, that I'm going to feel good about. Yeah, when I I had all the Harry Potter movies on Blu-ray and I decided to sell them because I'm always going to be able to find them somewhere. Yeah. And yeah. Trav goes, he goes, well, what are you going to do if your power's out? And I just go, oh, f-. or he goes, what are you going to do if your internet's then can't find it streaming? Oh my God. And I just looked at Oh my God. I just looked at him and I was like, homie, <laughs> I'll watch one of the 300 movies I own. I'll oh play my one, God. I'll play, you... I'll play one of the 100 plus video games I have. I have 141 <laughs> games on my external hard drive for my PlayStation. 141. You know how many games are on that hacked Wii, Justin? You know how many are on there? If you include the downloaded stuff, do you know how many? Do you know how many? Do you know how many? The answer is 406. Can you imagine being so horny to watch a Harry Potter movie <laughs> that you're like, nothing, nothing else can do. compare. Nothing else is going to do. Nothing is going to do it. And if, if, if nothing else is going to, if nothing else is going to get me there, 
dog, my car my car works. Yeah. Cargo vroom vroom, baby. Cargo vroom vroom. Cargo vroom vroom right over to FYE. Right, right. Car doesn't need the internet. Yeah. <laughs> car don't run on Wi-Fi, baby. Uh, Shit, man, you could roll up to Walmart and get like five of those, you know, here's here's 20 movies for $5 yeah. or whatever on those things. <laughs> Dude, have you ever put, have you, did you ever own any of those? Oh, yeah, I still do. I had the, uh, it was the third year of the After Dark Horror Fest. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I opened it up, like, I expected, when I ordered it off Amazon, I expected, like, something that was, like, thick mm-hmm. and, like, eight discs. DVDs with both sides, baby? No. Oh, okay. No. Okay. Two discs, four movies per disc. The fucking sound those made in a DVD player, a PlayStation, an Xbox. Like, I wasn't comfortable watching them. Like a chipper shredder? <laughs> yeah, no, like, that jet engine is about to yeah. take off. <laughs> Working hard yeah. to read those discs. <laughs> so... Nah, hard pass on that. Um, I have some DVDs that are, that were so old they weren't they wouldn't play anymore. Oh, really? I haven't encountered that yet. My first two seasons of After Dark Horror Fest wouldn't play. I tried them on my PS4, my Xbox One. I had uh, you know the region free player because mm-hmm. I really wanted to watch uh, Cigarette Burns, mm-hmm. uh, the Masters of Horror episode. That wouldn't work, so I tried that. You know, then tried another one, didn't work. Uh, it was like, only after Dark Horror Fest came out around then. None of those worked. And I was like, cool, I'm going to get like eight bucks, but I'm going to sell all these because I literally can't watch them. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Um, But yeah, so those stopped working, but bought both seasons of Masters of Horror for a grand total of like 13 bucks streaming yeah. on Amazon. So. Yeah, but another testament to, hey, keep just a plain-ass DVD player around Yeah, if you've got shit, right? Like... Don't don't ditch all of your tech. No, I, <laughs> if you're if you're a physical media person, yeah. I need to buy just like a plain uh, the region free one. I, I want to sell because I can get money for it, and I don't have region free movies anymore. Yeah, or uh, I don't have region locked movies anymore. So, um, but like I need to buy just like a twenty five thirty dollar just like cheapo Blu ray player. Yep, I think the the. <clears throat> and and it's weird to say, but the luck I've had the most is with the old, like the old school VHS DVD combos, <laughs> because those will play everything. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. <laughs> I'm just trying to think about like where you'd even you you have to buy one of those used now, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. And you know. I think, you know, physical media has, collection at least, has been on the rise past decade, I think. Um, you know, people are still collecting cassette tapes. No, what, whatever would make you say physical media is on the rise. <laughs> that record collection had like, what, I had four records last year? It was, yeah, it was, yeah. It was like a, a, a third of what's there now. Oh, less than that. <laughs> We're talking about maybe a fifth. Um, so, like, what is the most, like, outdated, um, piece of physical media you've gotten super stoked when you found somewhere? Ooh, shit. Uh, I, I got real amped on an OG CD-ROM of the first Diablo. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I've got, I've got two. Um, finding Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg on GameCube <laughs> shit. got me like super hyped yeah. a, f- a few years ago, and I was still collecting all that shit. And then, um, you ever heard of a German movie called Night of the Living Dorks? No. Okay, we'll watch it at some point. Okay, it's, it's sick, and okay. it's uh, dubbed over. Um, but I, when Premiere Home Video was going out of business, I'd watched it on Fearnet. Oh. And they had a copy of it over there. So I picked it up and it cost me like 50 or 75 cents or something. <laughs> I have this many. Like, uh, you know, I have about a two, a, a two foot space on all of my bookshelves and everywhere I keep movies that's still DVDs. Mm-hmm. And that is one of them. Fuck yeah. 
Yep, I still have. Uh, I have kept my original Hellboy and Hellboy Two DVDs because those have commentaries by Mike Mignola really? that the other ones don't. Holy shit! Yeah. So I really wish I'd bought that uh, Golden Army Hellboy Two when they did those like. Um, the way they did for like Hot Fuzz, Sean did like all those steel books that yeah, look yeah. like comic covers. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but, but other, you know, going back to our original topic, <laughs> uh, you know, we can do a physical media show next time. Oh God, yes. Uh, but going back to the original topic, like it, there's not a lot of I, I, the list of things that I've bailed on is is not very long. Yeah. Um, in regards to the stuff that I've I've stuck with. Uh, and I think that just that comes with taste, right? Like I think the more stuff you watch, the more stuff you you know what you like. It's easier to spot what you don't like, um, you know. And and I've had shit too where people are like, "Yo, you got to see this," and you know stuff that I didn't that wasn't on the radar or whatever. Um, like I remember back in the day, like really not giving a shit when Lake Placid came out. I was kind of like, "Meh, all right, yeah. whatever." And then people were like, "Oh, you should you should probably check that out," <laughs> and I did, and it's it's great. Um, so yeah, there's again, there's plenty of shit to watch. So don't feel bad if you turn something off, um, but if you do it, don't don't hit the internet telling everybody it's a piece of shit. Yeah, um, I fully understand stopping something that you're not into. Um, Absolutely. Not everything is made for everybody. <laughs> but just because you don't like it doesn't mean it sucks. There was a dude on the New Metal sub who created a post to just say, Deftones suck. <laughs> um, and, you know, a few people were like, well, why don't you like them? And I was, I was, I was one. And I was like, well, what don't you like about the music? And he goes, it's, it's horny stoner music. And I go, Okay, but... What is that? I was like, what don't you like about the music? Yeah. Like, what musically don't you those like Those are made-up words. Sounds? Yeah. Horny stone... That's, those are made-up words. And he was like... <laughs> he was like, it just sucks to me. And I go, so it's not for you. That doesn't mean the entire band sucks. And he responded with, suck my nuts. Classy. So I responded with uh, a well-thought-out response. Or a well-thought-out, very mature response. I hope the rest of your day is as pleasant as you are. <laughs> And, uh, unsurprisingly, his post got taken down by the mods. But, mm-hmm. yeah, that's mm-hmm. whenever... That's always one. And then, like, just watching, uh... I almost just called her Superkick. But watching a vegan Superkick mm-hmm. just own people. Oh, sure, yeah. Is one of the only reasons I keep Twitter around. Yeah. Uh, it's... it's The, the answers are, are very clear. <laughs> If these if these dudes would open their eyes to things, but they won't. No, um, you know, and you know it's 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 an entire other rant that will go on one of the next times we do a show. But like this, this whole philosophy of you have to make this for me mm. is something that I just I fucking hate now. Mm-hmm. So, but that's that's another rant for another day. We're, yeah. You know, if I had the button, sorry. My, 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 my. Oh, uh, real quick. This is this is coming out this week. Yeah. Yes. 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 Uh, if you're in Lexington, Saturday night, oh, uh, movie tavern, Brandon yeah, Crossing. Yeah. We're doing live art for Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah 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 yeah. So this is coming out tomorrow. I thought you were talking. I thought you were going to like talk about the movie or something. I was like, yeah. No no no. Sorry. Before before I forgot. Yeah yeah. The, yeah. The, you know, and we wrapped up and and went away before I forgot to say that. Bye bye bye. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, buddy, thanks for coming on. It's hey, always, man, it's always fun. We get to do this. Absolutely, the, absolutely. Um, I, I I really enjoy it, and uh, uh, I hope to to stay part of the tripod. Oh yeah, you're not going anywhere. Of FWB, you're always around. Am I the W? Oh, and if you're listening to. Yeah, you're the with. You're the okay. with. I'm the with. You're the with. Uh, if you're going to be around on Friday <laughs> evening, I it's will be... It's not the length, it's the with. <laughs> if you're going to be here on Friday night, I'll be joining Dustin Ketzerin over on Nerds Bike, Nerd Bites Weekly. 
uh, over on Twitch. Feel free to jump over there. I will uh, talk to you all then. Um, you can just look up them for Nerd, Nerd Bites Weekly. I'll be on there 10 o'clock Eastern Time, and it'll be fun. And that's what we're going to do. Hell yeah. So, homie, uh, it's fun. I always love when we have bitch sessions and mm-hmm. you get to tell the fan story, which is one of my favorite stories. It's Duh. just one of my favorites. Thanks, man. Uh, also, uh, real quick, side note in that house. Um, it was me and only one other guy that actually looked at the house before we rented it. Uh, and it, So we found this stone like horse head in underneath the sink in the kitchen. So we're like, this is our secret. So at parties... We would pull out the stone horse head and drizzle lighter fluid on it and set it on fire. <laughs> and then pretend that the house was haunted. Because the other two dudes that lived there had no fucking idea where this stone horse head came from. <laughs> but that's a story for another time. And on that note, my friends, stay safe, stay happy, keep doing what you're doing. I'm going to be back with you next week. Justin will be back with us soon. Mm-hmm. And until then, thank you for being our friends. I did go back and watch House of Thousand Corpses later in life and really enjoyed it. With benefits. Oh God, where's the stop button?